Hi, I'm Chris Schwager, and welcome to Video Legend in the Making on LinkedIn, YouTube, and your favorite podcast. I believe one of the most valuable mediums in business is video. Videos that lead your audience and inspire them. Your journey to be a more purposeful and connected video legend starts now. All right, this is part three of podcasting with Jordan Paris. He's going to tell you a little bit more about how you can get into it, how you can leverage it for years to come, and some of the tips and techniques that he's used to create an outstanding 200-plus episode podcast of his own. Now, Jordan Paris, I met on LinkedIn. He's an exciting bloke. He uh, reached out to me and uh, got him on the show, so I was able to unpack a little bit more about podcasting um, as I've been following his podcast Growth Mindset University, and he's interviewed some real rock stars on there. So let's go and crack into that. But before I do, I just want to promote next week's podcast with Sean Jenkins, who's the marketing director at Genesis. If you're a marketer within a mid to large size organization, you're probably trying to discover what your options are for events this year. And we've had a lot of inquiries around virtual events. And we were fortunate enough to have Sean reach out to us and engage us to do a lot of her pre-recorded video content for her event. And what's interesting is it's such a new, it's a greenfield. And there's lots of new things to learn about how to maintain engagement within that process. Stop by next week because it's going to be a really great episode. It's going to be a two-parter again. I swore I'd never go three parts, so I'm just going to for next week and um, let, have a listen to, to Sean because she's got some great value. But until then, let's have a listen to part three of Jordan Paris. You're an author, podcast host, featured in Forbes Entrepreneur, Men's Health, Yahoo Finance, and Market Watch. This might be a vanity question, and, and you might not care about it, but how have you gotten that recognition? What has been the process that you've gone through, and how has it helped in your quest? Yeah, I kind of reverse engineered what I want to, I, I really reverse engineer a lot of things in my life. And look, I, many years ago, probably two, three years ago, I, I went on LinkedIn and, well, I wanted a TED talk. I want to be featured in Forbes. I want to be featured in all these publications. Uh, yeah, so what am I going to do? I'm going to connect with every, I'm going to look up TEDx curator, TEDx organizer in the search. I'm going to connect with all these organizers. I'm going to look up Forbes contributor. I'm going to connect with all these Forbes contributors. I'm going to connect with all these entrepreneur.com contributors. I'm going to connect with you name the publication. And I have hundreds of, and maybe when you when you combine the TEDx organizers, the Forbes contributors, entrepreneur.com contributors, probably like a thousand connections of, of those types of people uh, that hold those positions. And so the, so the odds for me were very high. I kind of like rigged the game in a way. Uh, and so look, the results of that have been, well, I, with, with the hundreds of TEDx organizers, I ended up, ended up very naturally, organically forming a relationship, a good friendship with one of those organizers. Uh, I'm sure there's other organizers I've friended over the years, but um, this one really stands out. And he, what did he do? He, well, he picked me for his event. And, and well, Forbes, uh, yeah, I got featured in Forbes and I got featured in entrepreneur.com. So I had, and, and like, 
like entrepreneur.com. I just got a DM from someone like, oh, I'd love to have you on my podcast. And I look up his podcast and it's an entrepreneur.com podcast. So and I didn't even know this guy was like out here watching. Like I never, I never know who's watching. I just added these people to my network years ago and, and, uh, and, and, and it came uh, back and rewarded me two years later. So that's, that's, the, that's the answer to your question. <clears throat> that's the power, right? Like it's the power we have. And I think a lot of businesses probably don't understand that. They look at maybe they've put something on YouTube and all oh, 13 people have watched it in six months, but they might have been the <laughs> the most perfect 13 people. Or, you know, social is, is such a, a great platform and why we growth hack into it and understand. And it seems like I'm getting that same thing from you um, that this is to a certain degree a numbers game. It's about being proactive yes. and, and going after these things. I've Absolutely. spoken with podcast friends and they all agree that somewhere about episode 70 or 80, things start to take off. That's what happened with me. Exactly. Tell me, exactly what, is that, that a coincidence? Range. It's, I don't know. I, it, it's just how it worked out for me. So, so should I just go, go ahead? The range really started changing. You can hear the difference, I, I think. Should I just go and put like, you know, 35-minute podcast yeah. and hack up to the, to 70 to get those types, that type of influence? <laughs> what, what, well, what's, what's the mm. – or, or is it is it a slow burn? Look, it is all about quality. These people have yes. hung with you for 18 months, listening, consuming, biting their time, waiting, like sitting the reeds, waiting to jump out and, and do something with you. Is, is that kind of what it's, what it's all about? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not about just 70, 80 episodes. I mean, you could, you could get there, obviously, today. You could just upload a bunch of audio files that are like three seconds long. I mean, you could do that. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's the, the so much... Another buzz phrase, I guess, personal development. So much personal development that that goes on in in during the course of eighty episodes that you just you don't even notice from episode to episode, but compounds over time. And I'm not just talking about like learning from your guests. I mean, there's that element of it too, but just learning about yourself and um, improving your interview skills and and just the whole process of the show in in general. Um, there's a lot of a lot of lessons that that get packed into eighty episodes. Mm. Yeah, look, and I, I'm finding yeah that personal development is is one of the big assets of this whole thing uh, for us. Um, we're going to get Brennan, who's been very patient. I know this is a long episode, Brennan. You poor little fellow, still on instant coffee in the background. He doesn't have the luxury of having a local cafe around the corner. Anyway, uh, so so have your question or questions ready for Jordan, but uh, we're big on repurposing our content. This is why we, when LinkedIn reached out to us to do LinkedIn Live and beta test that, it was an opportunity for us to combine that with Buzzsprout, start podcasting and go down that track and, you know, multi-purpose this whole thing. This show starts as video and audio on LinkedIn Live, Facebook, uh, YouTube, then goes to audio and yeah. video. Right. So through various channels, we heavily advocate video, but with longer, longer form style, static content like this, we really want to be in people's ears. So the question is, and it's just one question, <laughs> what role does video play in your marketing in and around the show? Uh, not a ton. 
Uh, I have, you know, I have audiogram videos, uh, but look, I use a platform called Squadcast to record that I've been using for about a year and a half uh, that I started using around episode 70, actually. And that was a big, big change uh, that improved the quality of the show, records the audio files locally. It does not record video. However, I did mention to you, Chris, that I was going to start using another platform or at least try to use it. I ran into an issue yesterday when I tried to use it called Riverside.fm that does record both audio and video locally. By the people that are that may wonder, oh, why don't you just use Zoom? I don't want to use that crap. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't look good. I, I'm not sacrificing <laughs> that quality. So, you know, the only option here would be Riverside if it works well. Um works well for a lot of people. It didn't for me yesterday just because my internet connection, but that's just my fault um, or Comcast's fault. But uh, I, I definitely plan on making it a, a bigger bigger part of my strategy over, uh, over the next uh, year. So yeah. I'm going to sneak in one tiny little question before Brendan comes on. And if you have a question for the two people that are on, or we actually don't know how many people are on because that's one of the limitations of StreamYard. Pop your question into the comments now, Brendan will pull it up and on screen and we can uh, have Jordan respond to it. But Jordan, you, you understand part of our process, how we manage and leverage our time and repurposing and all of that. Tell me your gut instinct and be brutal. Are we wasting our time on LinkedIn Live? Oh, no, absolutely not. Why not? I mean, why not do it? Uh, I've, I've certainly... I've I've live done a, a few podcasts live now. Well, what I will say is, you're not making your job very easy. Uh, I I I think a live podcast is a really it, it's a different dynamic than when you're just recording it, uh, not in real time. And uh, it's very comforting to know that if you mess up and you don't want people to hear or see something. You can always cut it out. Uh, the pressure's really on when it's live. Um, Are you feeling the pressure now? Uh, and uh, more is that's it, it's more on the host side. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't like, I didn't like that when I was when I would host a LinkedIn live. I mean, maybe for you, it, there's really you, you don't feel that, and there's no difference between just doing it live and and uh, recording it and putting it out a month later. Um, for me, I'd say, I, I mean, I, I'd say I just, I think it's, I think it's a difficult thing to do, uh, putting a lot of undue stress on yourself. But, uh, but I suppose on that, the, the podcasters that I listen to, there's very little editing goes on. Tell me how much of yeah, your no, very do you edit? look. It like I said, it's comforting and no, but very little editing goes into my podcast personally. So I don't know. Let's crack. Let's crack on. Mr. Southall, you have the question segment. Thank you, Mr. Schwager. Hey, Jordan, um, what, why did you choose growth mindset as the main topic for your podcast? Uh, well, I mean, it's interesting because talking about growth mindset is not actually something I really talk about on Growth Mindset University. I mean, a, a little bit, but it's really, I mean, yeah, it takes the essence of being able to learn anything with effort, that's quite that's what a growth mindset is, uh, termed by a, co a, a coin termed by Carol Dweck uh, probably 14 years ago. And yes, it, it that's the essence of it, but 
it's they're all, it's like Grove Pine State University is like the university, the college of my dreams, the school of my dreams that I never had. Uh, you know, because I have just the, the the school system is is just utterly failing, um, especially in America. It's just really obsolete, uh, outdated. Um, and so I I created that school, and there's a different lesson in every uh, episode, really. So yeah. Good. And has your audience changed? Um, you know, how important is having a growth mindset during a, a pandemic? Yeah, it's super important, man. I look, I've <laughs> I've taken the bull by the horns. I was so bad at sales. I was really bad at prospecting, and I knew it was something that I needed to get good at. Um, and I'm, I've gotten so good at it. I think, and this is only just the beginning. Uh, but just in the, I'm, I mean, I've I've given I've made my life so much better the past since March, just by learning sales, prospecting and whatnot. And yes, it's made a gigantic difference. Uh, I, I always knew I sucked at it and, uh, but I knew I could get good at it and I did. It's fun for me now. Excellent. Well done. And so how does, um, yeah, how do your clients, I just want to get clear on, on how this funnel approach works for acquiring new clients, you know, just for, for Australian businesses, um, you know, have you got any clients in Australia? Oh yeah. Um, well, I'm actually talking with two people in Australia right now who are not, who are in very serious talks. So one, I'm, I'm very likely to start a, a show with a, a fellow Australian, um, within the month. So, uh, that should be exciting, but yeah. And so how do you help them? you know, create a, a topic and then make it sustainable for them? Well, a lot of times they have, I mean, they have a topic that they want to talk about that their brand is, because look, I, I really work with people who are already established. Uh, so, and and who've been uh, out there in the online world for quite some time. So, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really work with people starting from zero. So, um yeah, it's. I mean, that that kind of stuff is already established, and and um, you know, our monthly consulting sessions just really, uh, you know, make ensure that we're going down the right path. And what about your podcasting course? You know, how how is that? How do people find that? JordanMaris.com slash course. How to become a rock star podcaster. All the things that I wish I knew two and a half years ago. Beautiful. I'm going to sign up today. <laughs> hey, Thanks, Jordan. Awesome, man. I'll go ahead. That's it for me. Back to you, Chris. Well, it is something definitely worth having a, an ongoing chat with, and that's the splendor of having these types of engagements and interactions. So, thank you so much. And um, you did touch on it very early. Uh, sorry, uh, just just recently uh, around the education side of it, and listening to your podcast. There's a lot of um, episodes related to traditional education models and the, there are. and I would love to bring you back mm. and we'll sort of banner it under that topic and yes. talk specifically about that. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to join yes. us at some point in the future, I'd, I'd love to tear through that because um, it's kind of like vaccinations in this country. Not, not many people seem to talk about it and, um, 
And I think uncovering that would be really great. Look, um, I think we'll wrap it up there. But well, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today. You are a video legend, brother. Chris, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an honor. Thank you. And to learn more about Jordan Paris, connect with him on LinkedIn using the show notes. Be sure to check out the amazing services that I have at jordanparis.com and you'll find everything you need podcast-wise from jordanparis.com. Just clicking on the other tabs at the top. Video Marketing Legend is available on your favorite podcast. Please take the time to rate and review. It would mean the world to me. Share your thoughts. Let me know. Are we on the right track? Do we need another 50 podcasts to, to be recognized? Uh, I just want to say thank you also to show coordinator Kevin Santos, Brennan Southall for your questions. Thank you at home, in your car, at the gym for taking the time to get educated. I look forward to seeing you next week on Video Legend. Mwah! Thank you so much again for watching. If you're a decision maker or marketer of a small to medium-sized business with little to no knowledge of video and would like your questions answered by video conference, not a webinar, then join me at the next video marketing workshop. It would mean the world to have you register. Go to richfilms.com.au forward slash events and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for watching. Nice.